3: Tossed Popcorn is a production of iHeartRadio. Hi, my name's Liana Holston. And I'm Sienna Jekyll. And welcome to Tossed Popcorn, the podcast where two idiots watch every film on the AFI's 100 Greatest American Movies of All Time, the very slightly less racist 10th Anniversary Edition. This podcast is a safe space for people who don't know anything about movies. Today we're watching Star Wars.
0: But I was going into Tashi Station to pick up some power converters.
3: Number thirteen on the AFI list. Warning: There will be spoilers about this very spacey old film. Da 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 be happy this week because last week you seemed like happy that this is the movie we were watching also that by the way it's star wars episode four a new hope i don't know like what officially we're supposed to call it i don't know i know things are really weird and kind of changed around throughout the franchise existing and we'll get to that because spoiler alert i think you and i watched a slightly different movie no wait really which one did you watch the 1977 Star Wars. Yeah. But I don't know if you'll talk about this in your historical context, but basically, George Lucas is crazy. Okay. And he wanted his, there were things he wanted to do in the film that you couldn't do in 1977. And he basically went back and changed it a little bit. Are you talking about like the horses that looked like worms? <laughs> were they CGI? Yeah. <laughs> yep. I didn't see any horses that looked like worms in my Oh, no. What, how, where did you watch it? Yeah, so nerds have access to this sometimes because George Lucas tried to destroy it. So you can't watch it anywhere. This is the original version? This original version, yeah. Okay. Um, and some people, I, I guess fans went back and made it the original. Someone on Twitter will know. But uh-huh. there are some original copies out there. And my brother knows a nerd who gave it to him. Oh, Yeah, on a flash drive. Well, this is great. This is like, once again, we are a dream team because (laughs) when we get to the historical context, I don't know anything about Star Wars. (laughs) I didn't learn a single thing (laughs) in Googling. (laughs) And you'll see why. But before any of that, I would love to hear your prediction of what you thought this film would be. I assume you'd seen it before. We'll find out. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Hi, Liana, it's Sienna. As you know, I'm a bit of a gamer girl. (laughs) So I have played Lego Star Wars many times with my older brother. Um, I've also seen the Star Wars movies. Actually, I've seen many of them. And for that reason, I actually don't remember which one is the first one. Mm -hmm. So um, I'm excited to watch this one again. I do have a lot of affection for these films. And maybe I'll figure out the plot this time, but it is doubtful. Mm. All right. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Were you standing sort of like inside a fan? Actually, I was just like five feet from a kettle, but it was such a strong oh. kettle. That's very British of you. Thank you. Standing near a kettle? Yeah. Here's my prediction of Star Wars Episode Four: A New Hope. Hi, Sienna. It's Hi. Liana. I'm about to watch Star Wars Episode f- uh, Four: mm-hmm. A New Hope. <laughs> I've seen this in 2016 because the people I was working for bullied me into watching all of the Star Wars films in like a month. And I know it's about uh, (laughs) Luke and Leia are twins, but they kiss. And also Yoda as old is in it. And (laughs) somebody's planet gets blown up. Leia's planet (gasps) gets blown up by Darth Vader. Good memory. And there's like a big parade at the end. Okay, love you. Bye. Bye. <laughs> okay, that was all very funny. And I, I will say, you kind of just said some of the things that I was thinking. Like, I can laugh at you for the Yoda and the, the <laughs> kissing. But I never remember which one it's in either. No. Also, why would you not put Yoda in the first movie? I He's know. like the best part of the movies. Also, I'm going to say it again early. If you like this show, please rate us and review us five stars with a nice comment on Apple Podcasts. Yes. Especially after this episode. (laughs) Please. Okay, so I'm going to give a summary of this movie. I'm really glad you do this section because earlier today I was thinking about this film specifically and I was like, I don't know what happened. Girl, unfortunately me as well. Okay, I wrote two summaries. The first summary is, it doesn't really matter. Mm -hmm. That's the thing. (laughs) That's the thing. That's actually the thing that makes this film great, I Mm. think. Because this plot doesn't really matter. The thing about this movie is that it doesn't actually need dialogue. (laughs) If you watched it on mute, it wouldn't matter. Like you'd still know as much of what was going on as you would without because the costumes are super obvious as to who's who. And then there's like three hot people in it and everyone else is ugly. So you're like, okay, those are the protagonists. I guess I'm rooting for them. That's a great point. It's basically a silent movie. Mm -hmm. Now, my second summary is me actually trying. So like you said, there's so much plot. So I'm going to give as general a plot as I can. Star Wars in general, these Star Wars movies, they have a good guy group and a bad guy group. (laughs) The good guy group are the rebels. They are fighting to stop the evil regime called the Empire. Wow, what a name. The Empire, they live in a big planet-shaped ship (laughs) with a big old laser on it that can destroy (laughs) other planets. It's called the Death Star. Yeah. Basically, the point of this movie is that the Rebels are trying to destroy the Death Star. Okay, Princess Leia, who is one of the people in charge of the Rebels, she sends two droids, C-3PO and R2-D2, who you can think of as sort of a dapper metal shaggy and a dome-shaped Scooby-Doo. Oh. Oh. Well. Yeah. Just because there's two of them and one can speak and the other uh, beeps slash barks. Um... (laughs) (laughs) Scooby, famously a beeping dog. She sends C-3PO and R2-D2 on a mission, which brings them to meet a lot of people, including plucky nobody Luke Skywalker, Mm. retired Jedi Obi-Wan Kenobi slash (laughs) wizard. I know. Magic in this universe (laughs) exists once. Actually twice, but only with him. Once when they call him a wizard and once when he becomes his robe. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> we'll get to that. Um, as well as sarcastic bounty hunter Han Solo and his hairy sidekick Chewbacca. Oh. And then all of those people together, including Leia, will work together to eventually blow up the Death Star. And some stuff happens in between, but that's what goes on. Yeah. Those are the people you need to know. That was really good. Thank you. Do you want to hear some historical context I, about I, Star Wars? I just, I can't wait. While I was watching this movie, one thing I wrote down was: this movie is like about war, but I can't Google any actual wars after because it's not about a historical Uh war. Oh, (laughs) ye of little faith! (laughs) Ooh, a bitch was googling wars. (laughs) Here we go. Star Wars, episode four, A New Hope from 1977, is a space opera, which the Webster <gasps> Dictionary defines as a futuristic, melodramatic fantasy involving space travelers and extraterrestrial beings. Freaking love Star that. Wars? I mean, it's right there in the title. It's about war, baby. And um, <laughs> surprise. <laughs> it was based on real life wars. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, 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 yeah. George Lucas himself has confirmed these things. I'm not just making this up, and no man on the internet can get mad at me for saying these things. Also, they're not hot takes. Anyway, first up, parallel with the Vietnam War. The parallels here are guerrilla war, an insurgent force versus a global superpower. Sound familiar? George Lucas was quoted saying, oh, I was curious about how do democracies turn into dictatorships? Star Wars, Vietnam, America. There are also parallels with the Cold War, Uh, Talking about a tense relationship between two leading parties. uh, I guess in this case, the US would be the rebels, and the USSR is the empire. Sorry, Russia. (laughs) Also, the threat of nuclear annihilation lurking in the background. The weapon of mass destruction destroying the planet. Hashtag the Death Star. Hashtag Alderaan. A blue planet that gets blown up. (laughs) Okay, there are also ties to Nazi Germany. The stormtroopers literally were what the paramilitary fighters who defended the Nazi party were called. Like, in history. They were... Stormtroopers. No! Ah. Holy crap. Yeah, bitch. The Imperial (laughs) officer uniforms in the movie very closely resemble those that the German army wore in World War II. Mm. Some final parallels. Ancient Rome. Oh. Because throughout Star Wars, some of these we don't necessarily see in this film, but you see like the Senate, the Republic, the Empire, like all of these things stem from the Roman Empire itself. And then the Jedi Knights have thought to be linked to the Knights Templar. The Jedi Knights were known for their austerity, their devotion and their moral purity, which hello, the Knights Templar. We all see national treasure. Okay, some final things. Carrie Fisher and Harrison Ford were like 100 percent boning during the filming of this film. That's cool. But is it? Because she was 19 and he was 33, married and had two children. Oh, my gosh. I should really check my facts before saying things. (laughs) But here's the thing is like, he's so hot. (laughs) And the thing also is that he's, like, my type. <laughs> so I was wondering about that, looking at these two men. Oh, no, and we will get there. Um, <laughs> she was 19. She was 19. She was a child. Her mom was the one in... Uh, Debbie Reynolds. Yeah. Singing in the rain. God, they keep doing Car this Car without them. a roof. Hot ah, damn. No, I know. And then this final thing. I remembered while watching this film, I was like, there's definitely something about a bra. Do you know about this? George Lucas said that Carrie Fisher couldn't wear a bra. Under her costume, quote, because there's no underwear in space. And then he went on to explain, quote, what happens is you go to space and you become weightless. So far, so good, right? But then your body expands, but your bra doesn't. So you get strangled by your own bra. And I would just like to say to the Internet, Star Wars fans out there, um, is this your king? (laughs) It's like when NASA sent a woman who was going to space for like six days and was going to be on her period. They sent her a hundred tampons and said, is that going to be enough? (laughs) 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 Okay. Are we ready to dive into our phone notes? Oh, baby. That was a really fun historical context. Thank you very much. Thank you. I was really excited I got to Google war. (laughs) I mainly just didn't want to like learn more about Star Wars because I don't. That's right. I don't care about it. (laughs) I just don't. I have too much information. My very first thing, I said, oh, Sienna, I understand you so much because I started this film. Mm -hmm. My laptop was plugged into my TV because it doesn't like fully work. (laughs) And so I had to plug in my laptop, start the movie and then go back to the couch. But the film starts right away with a novel length scroll of text. Uh And in my turning around and walking to my couch, I missed some of it. And I turned back and I was like, oh, (laughs) wait, what's going on? Exactly. That's how I feel every moment. <laughs> yeah, this movie, it's so cute, the text crawl, but it's not only reading, but they're also taking the words away from you. Oh, it felt like every time test I ever took where I'm just yeah. like, no. wait, yeah, it's also yellow font on a black, yeah. like it's not the easiest to read. And it's explaining things that already whew, go past my eyes anyway. Oh, yeah. This was my first time uh, of the films on this list, like completely willingly glazing over and being like, you know what, (laughs) I'm just going to release any need to know what's going on. That's also why I thought this could be a silent film, because I was like, I didn't get any of the backstory. I don't know who is who, and I do not mm, care. welcome to my world. (laughs) An impression of me enjoying this movie, legitimately enjoying it, is, um, haha, What? (laughs) That's how I feel the whole time. I'm like, oh, what? (laughs) A lot of that is just because it's it's nice colors and there's puppets and the way that they move is very fun and silly. Hmm. Some of that might be different for you because legitimately George Lucas changed it. Like the color was much warmer on mine than it was for yours. (laughs) What the fuck? He's crazy. (laughs) That's insane. Did we watch two different films? A little bit. The fans love Star Wars. George Lucas doesn't get Star Wars. He doesn't get why people love it. Wait, I am him. I did not understand at all why people love this. I was so... Y'all, I was bored during this movie. At one point, I was like, as someone who's seen this before, what is going on? One thing that's uh, that's tough for this podcast and me here Mm. is that it is impossible for me to look at this film objectively. Okay. I have just childhood attachments to a lot of the characters specifically, Mm -hmm. and... Also, I'm just too informed on the rest of the franchise that I can't view this as just a standalone thing without thinking of all the other stuff. Mm. But what I enjoyed about it this time, after this is the first time I've watched it as an adult, the atmosphere is just so rich. Mm. And I think that hadn't existed before in such a grand way. The one I saw was really very, it felt very silly and fun and like a, a sillier time in cinematic history. So I don't really get the gritty love of it. You know, like the new movies are so like gritty and and serious and and that didn't seem like where they started. So I don't, I get why I have hype. I don't know if I know why people have the hype. Yeah. I bet a lot of it is nostalgia. And here's my thing is that I didn't watch Star Wars until 2016. That would be so different. Yeah. I'd only seen one of them before and it was for some reason episode three when I was babysitting because the kids wanted to watch it and I was like, Mm. whatever. (laughs) And I watched it and I was like, what the fuck? fuck?" Like, that's the one where his arms and legs get chopped off and he's like in a volcano. And I was like, yeah, what are these movies? Like, what's going on? And so I had none of the nostalgia attached to any of the films. And most of Star Wars existed in my head, either as like Legos, video games, or like Star Wars Land in Disneyland or the Star Wars ride or whatever it is. And so watching this film, I felt like I was high because all of it felt like a video game like the acting style feels mm. like I'm in a video game or about to board a ride at Disneyland rather than like watching a movie I just felt <sighs> nuts so many of the lines <laughs> I was like this doesn't matter like I don't need to know what words you're saying because they sound to me exactly like when you're inside of a box ride at Disneyland and it's starting to mm. shake a lot and then like a man is like oh no the parsecs are coming in you gotta hit that ship well nice job kid and then like the ride's ride? over do you mm-hmm? like those ride's I experience them. I fucking love those rides. <laughs> I fucking love them. I love those I don't rides think so much. My favorite. I think that I always just want them to like last longer. <laughs> Story of my life. Um. <laughs> ad break. We're taking an ad break. We're making some money for ourselves. We'll be right back.
2: From BBC Radio Four, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast.
0: This is Fallen Angels, a story of California corruption. We're always going to have predators. It's the good people who stand by and do nothing that allow them to flourish. Listen to Fallen Angels, a story of California corruption on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.
3: Hey, this is Christina Quinn. I'm the host of Try This, the Washington Post's new series of audio courses. I, I wrote that he seems really so shocked by the hologram of Leia that it's clear that this is the closest thing on this planet that they have to porn. Yep. I wrote, she's two inches tall and he has a boner for her. <laughs> Poor boner boy. Wait, that's, no, wait. <laughs> I had a few very quick, very early on things of, um, I think C-3PO walked so that Vision could run from the Marvel Cinematic Universe, like a polite British sort of sentient robot thing. hmm One of the things that I liked about Star Wars, that is what I love about Marvel films, is just, like, hot people. Yeah. But the thing with this film is that there were three hot people, and then everyone, literally everyone else in this movie, just looked like somebody's dad. Or a grotesque monster. Okay, I didn't, I truly, like, didn't process them. (laughs) I basically didn't watch the the remastered version. Because anytime there was, like, a big slug on screen, I was like, I don't know. Was there a lot of CGI? There was so much of it that I was like, I thought this came out in 1977. I didn't think this was allowed. That's why it's such a bonkers, bonkers, bonkers. Well, and it's a weird experience, too, because it's like the visual effects from the film at the time are bad, obviously. And then there's like a CGI horse made out of like snails. (laughs) (laughs) Also, (laughs) the the puppets are so good. And we don't get to see puppets that good in things anymore because they can do CGI. Yeah. So people would be fine with it being a movie from the 70s. And you like puppets? I do. Okay. Great puppets like that. Like very, you know, cool movie puppets. When I was a kid, I was obsessed with Jawa. You know the Jawas? They were, they had hoods and had just little eyes. I hated them because I thought they were going to end up being the teddy bears. I thought this was the teddy bear planet. And I was oh, like, yum. Ewoks? I don't know. Sure. But the cuddly ones. And I was so excited because I remembered those. And I remembered Yoda. And I remembered Luke hanging upside down shirtless in a cave. And I was Ooh. like, I'm ready. And I think all of those were in like the next movie. <laughs> I know. This movie doesn't do that much. Nothing happens in it. <laughs> Nothing happens. <laughs> they try to blow up a ship and it starts with them being like, we're about to blow up the ship. Oh, no, we can't. And then it ends with them being like, finally, we can't. We did it. We blew Which up I guess the is what a movie is, but still. <laughs> I, I Darth Vader. Oh, my gosh. I always thought Darth Vader was adorable. Adorable? He's so cute. Okay. Did you see? This is like one of his first entrances as a full body boy. When he walks in early in the film, like first scene, they're taking over the rebel ship or something. I don't, don't, I don't know. Yeah, yeah, no. You got it pretty much. Yeah. <laughs> but Darth walks in. And a bunch of, like, rebel guys have been <laughs> to the to the ground. And Darth walks in and he just puts his hands on his hips <laughs> and surveys the damage. <laughs> yeah, that's why it's, like, a silly movie. It's so silly. It's really silly. Uh, it's so funny to treat these like they're serious. Like, it's not like yes. Lord of the Rings. It's just, yeah. like, a, a weird, silly guys romping around. Yeah, but the problem, I think, is that society has allowed weird silly guys to romp around so much now that they like can kill us (laughs) exactly a weird silly guy with weird silly ideas should not be able to tell you not to wear a bra yeah or like to not to get an abortion you know (laughs) it's just it's gotten gotten out of hand (laughs) 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 oh can i tell you speaking of darth vader i saw james earl jones on a hike once and he said hello to me (gasps) yep and my mom and i both were like We were walking past him, and you know how you you don't really stare at people these days? Like, you just don't really, like, look at people for that long? So we kind of glanced at him. We were like, oh, my gosh, that guy kind of looks like James Earl Jones. And then he said, hello. And we were like, that's James Earl Jones! (laughs) You recognize him from his voice? Are you kidding? That's amazing. How would we... Sienna, I want you to think about the question that you just asked me. Okay, sorry, sorry. sorry. I recognized him from his voice. (laughs) Uh, He is only a voice in this film. He is iconic. Because of right, right. his voice. But that's, I get. Well, here's my question for you. If you didn't have the CGI version, there was something I've started while watching these films, kind of just to get me through them. I'm like, look for a horse. Whoever spots a horse first wins. And so I was looking for anything that could count as a horse in this movie. And there was like a, a big blob sort of horse. <laughs> and I assume you didn't have that in yours. Mm-hmm. And it was back- definitely CGI. But was there anything that you saw that you feel could could count as a like a space horse? That is a great question. There was a very large, and I wish I remembered when it came up, but a large yak, like yeah. a roundish yak. Yeah, there are lots of things sort of in the background, p- in p- puppets. Oh my goodness, <laughs> trying, me trying not to say the word puppets again. I forgot to mention my other into the Star Wars world before actually seeing any of the movies as an adult woman was the Weird Al song that was a parody of American Pie. That's like, my yeah, mind is here, and can guy, guy. Maybe Vader someday later. later. Now he's just a, a small fry. And know? so I knew like various little facts. A long, long time ago in a galaxy far away. Naboo was under an attack. Me and my friend Qui-Gon Jinn thought we could maybe talk the Federation into maybe cutting us a little slack. Oh my God, I know the whole song. You like know way more about the whole everything that I do, just simply by having memorized that song. Yeah, well, that's also how I know about the Bible, is Jesus Christ Superstar. So if you put it to a tune and it rhymes, I will accidentally learn a lot about a subject. I once went to a Weird Al concert, and I looked around, and I was like, wait, are most Weird Al fans white? (laughs) I have a little segment for you, Liana. please. This segment is called, How Much Did Liana Pick Up On in Star Wars? (laughs) (laughs) Oh, boy. I just, okay, so while I was watching this movie, I was just like, I just can't see Liana just digging this. Just being like, yeah, (laughs) you're so right. It's just not your deal. And the whole time I was like, Sienna's going to love this. There's no way she's not having a great time. The way all the robots kind of like shimmy around because there's like literal (laughs) people who are walking them because they didn't do CGI. Come on. That's so charming. That's hilarious. (laughs) R2-D2's like... (laughs) Okay, great. Let's do this segment. Okay, so how much did Liana pick up on in Star Wars? (laughs) Mm -hmm. All right, Liana. What is the Force? Um, it's like, it's kind of like how that senator defined porn. It's like, like, I I can't define it, but I know it when I see it. And Luke is trying to learn it. And it's basically just like, kind of like how bats have echolocation. I actually think that's a really excellent answer. Thanks. Um, thanks. (laughs) Oh, we'll put that in in post. Yes, it's a mysterious (laughs) energy field created by all living things that binds the galaxy together. Sure. The only thing I wrote down about it was the quote from the film that says, the Force penetrates us. And I was like, me and who? (laughs) Okay, Liana. Who were the Jedi? The Jedi Knights all died? Except for old Ben slash Obi-Wan. And they just like were a bunch of believers in the Force. And they... Were they part of the Rebellion? Were they the original Rebellion? Time's up! Oh yeah, that's great. I didn't know we were. (laughs) The Jedi were the guardians of peace and justice in the Old Republic, before the dark times, before the Empire.
1: See, the thing is,
3: like, that's every story. (laughs) That's Game of Thrones. That's Guardians of the Galaxy. It's just everything. But this one had blue milk. I saw that and I hated it. What? (laughs) It looks so gross. Like, what flavor is that? Cotton candy? Ew. Okay, Liana, what did Luke's family do for work? Okay, okay. they were farmers. Um, they were farmers. What and, kind? Um, they were farmers of... It's important. Is it? It actually is. <sighs> farmers. Can I guess? Can I ask yeah, yes you or no guess. questions? Is it like biological matter? Organic matter? uh it was moisture the answer is moisture farmers that can't be right I didn't see that once in the film well actually I mean something was moist we're gonna launch into my segment relatively I mean right after this because I have one for you I'm happy to move on to yours okay my segment is all the times I wrote down how hot Luke Skywalker is Luke Skywalker more than I was wondering which one you'd find hotter in this please We will get there. Luke is fucking hot. This, This 1970s Sebastian Stan motherfucker. Luke is so fucking hot. Oh, I love this scene where he just stares with his jawline. I said, ugh, and oh my God, out loud. Luke is so hot. When the fuck does he hang shirtless upside down while listening to instructions? Which I am learning is maybe my specific kink. (laughs) Holy fuck, he looks hot in a car. Luke is so hot. Oh my God, Luke, who gave you this right? Is Chewbacca hot? Harrison Ford, okay, hello. I so fully understand why Carrie had an affair with Harrison. Harrison Ford even has sexual tension with the worm, Jabba. (laughs) But not in the one I saw. I bet. I figured it out. Luke is your high school crush. Harrison is your college and your 20s oh. crush. Mm. That's okay, good. I am learning that I have a fantasy of Luke or Han dressed as a stormtrooper sans helmet. Ooh, that did it for me. Luke is so fucking hot. Luke is so hot. Luke with wet hair? Are you <laughs> kidding me? They did everything. They gave us all of him. Literally so hot. Luke is hot. Oh my God, everyone make out, please. Okay, Luke, in this jacket, I said, oh aloud again. And finally, to be looked at with the horny energy of these two men. Please. Thank you. Well, this movie couldn't have been that bad then. No, it wasn't that bad. <laughs> yeah, I mean, that there, there are, like, hot people are doing things for a lot of the movie. That is true. That's Ugh. part of why it's fun. One thing that gets me about these films in general is the idea that lightsabers belong to the peaceful group, the Jedi, when they fully chop a man's arm off with just the swing of of, of this fire sword. Fire sword. Can I ask, where did Obi-Wan go? (laughs) You mean when he gets swiped? With a lightsaber and then promptly disappears? Because it, the world doesn't make any sense because already they've set up that if you hit somebody's arm with a lightsaber, it gets chopped off. But apparently if you hit someone in the middle of their body, they become the wind? Like, what happened? <laughs> I I stood up and looked around <laughs> when that is happened. He here? Because that was one of those, like, this is too far in the movie for this new mechanic of existence to be... Yeah. Dis- I thought maybe um, for this film to be rated like something appropriate, they had had too much blood already. So they were like, "Mm, we'll just get rid of him. But honestly, probably George Lucas was like, listen. (laughs) Listen to me. (laughs) He's a Jedi. He's a ghost. Get rid of him. I want to say, I love this impression, but it is like trending more toward Barack Obama. Uh, I got to (laughs) say. These are not the droids. Uh, (laughs) You're... Looking for. Oh, uh, chlorians! <laughs> oh my God. Okay. Do you think that during the filming of this movie, Obi-Wan Kenobi was like, um, I've actually been to the desert before. I know! <laughs> I was trying so hard to like think of a joke for this whole time because it was just like him, there, more dunes. Does he only act there? <laughs> it's in his rider. He's like, we'll only do sand-based acting. This, of course, was our man, uh, the white man playing, not a white man, in Lawrence of Arabia. Lawrence. I bet he was intolerable on set. I bet he was like, I don't know if you've heard of a film called Lawrence of Arabia. It was actually influential to this (laughs) film. Oh, that shot? I remember that shot. (laughs) Oh, this dune? Yes, it was in a different place last time I was here. (laughs) But I know that because I'm the wind. (laughs) 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 He's the wind. Okay. Um, when um First of all, when people's entire families get destroyed in this movie, <laughs> they're not sad enough. Not a tear was shed. His aunt and uncle. Skeletons? Burnt to a crisp. It I, was dark. I didn't notice the first time. And Matt, my brother, was like, did you see? Because I didn't react. I was like, see what? We went back. I'm like, George! Lucas! I think that's fully the thing that bumped it up to a PG rating was having these like gruesome skeletons. Listener, for those unfamiliar, the Empire finds Luke's moisture farming aunt and uncle and destroys them because they know that R2-D2 and C-3PO who Leia sent are on that planet. And they know that they have key information that the rebels need. Anyway, they kill Luke's aunt and uncle while Luke is out. Having sort of a study abroad experience, looking for old Ben Kenobi, mm. and Luke shows up, and they are crisp skeletons, but bloody. Yeah, like is that what a skeleton looks like when it's been burnt? I, I, I don't think so. I don't think the, all, they, I don't, I don't think the, the bones stay. It's like very a, spooky. Ironic for moisture farmers, huh? To die in a fire—that's funny. Don't get cocky. We're taking an ad break. You don't know that line. <laughs>
1: apple Podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts
0: hey everybody welcome to across generations where the voices of black women unite in powerful conversations i'm your host tiffany cross tiffany cross i want you all to join me and be a part of sisterhood friendship wisdom and laughter
3: At a certain point, this movie becomes two different plots, where Luke and Han are trying to save Leia and get her off the ship. And Obi leaves him and just starts doing light vehicular sabotage. <laughs> <laughs> and those paths do not cross again. Um, okay, one thing I didn't remember from my other times watching this movie was a scene in wet trash. Ugh. Oh. oh. Oh, my God. Um, they're in that trash scene, sure. too. There's no, I point. remember. <laughs> remember it? That is when his face gets wet. Uh, I, I was wondering... His hair is slicked back. He looks the best he'll ever look, and he knows it. Listener, um, <laughs> this sexy lifeguard sort of scene that, that oh. Liana is depicting for you is after Luke gets pulled down into a pool of wet garbage by a, a garbage snake. Garbage snake. And he kind of comes up like... <laughs> oh. And I didn't even register that as like a sexy moment. Oh. But Han at one point grabs Leia by the waist when they're like, they're just trying to survive and not get smashed. Get smashed. Uh, Sorry. That's what you're saying. He he lifts her up just briefly, and I noticed that. And, you know, I'd like to think that in that dire life and death situation, that wouldn't have an effect on me and that I wouldn't start getting like, oh, Han. Yeah, no, no, 100%. But I would definitely get distracted and then just get smashed by the trash. I'd be like, oh, (laughs) you accidentally. (laughs) Oh my God. Look me up. When a man touches my waist, I just. I know. None of them, they don't understand. They don't know. Like, they, it, don't, they won't do the it. The effect that it has is crazy. It's crazy. My prom day did it, and I was like, oh my God. <laughs> I do feel like Han Solo is sort of the America of characters. Mm-hmm. I already see this go on. Yes, where he's very much like, I only care about me, sister. And he calls a woman sister way too much. And then obviously he's going to fuck her later. And then the biggest America thing that he does is. He leaves. He's like, I'm not going to fight in this battle. I'm only. I'm looking out for myself. I don't have skin in this game. And then he shows up after most people have died, and the battle has mostly already been fought. And he's like, I'm helping. <laughs> Another representation of wars. Mm-hmm. That's a really good point. Thanks. Very apt. Okay. And my last thing is. Um, I was sad that Yoda wasn't in this because I wanted to talk about Yoda. Specifically, I wanted to talk about baby yoda. Specifically, I wanted to talk about French baby yoda because there is a video online of how to pronounce baby yoda in French and it goes like this. Bebé Yoda Where Where's the music come in? <laughs> the end. They do that or you do that? <laughs> oh, I see. I see where your question is. I actually don't know how I answer it. <laughs> It's a YouTube video and it's like, baby Yoda. And then they show an image of Yoda in a beret <laughs> holding a baguette, baby Yoda, baby Yoda, in front of the Eiffel Tower. And that's when the music plays. It's incredible. I see. Oh, one thing I must say to you um, the moment that they get Han to actually help with the mission, he's like, no, I'm not going to do this. I don't care about this princess. I don't know her. And Luke says, she's rich. Me convincing you to let us make a gift basket for Dan Patrick. Mm-hmm. 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 i do feel that of the two you would be a luke and i would be a han yes in that you are like nice to people <laughs> and have like a can-do attitude and i have sexual tension with a lot of worms but then is sarcastic and the like fan favorite <laughs> <Thank> you. <laughs> i like that i like those <laughs> okay everyone Now it's time for badges and trages, where we award this film badges for things we felt it did well and trages for the things that we felt were tragic, bad badge moments. Yeah. Sienna. I got to hear what your badges are. I have quite a few badge for lighting and color in my version (laughs) badge again. We've seen this before for scenic dunes. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you, Lawrence of Arabia. And thank you, this movie, uh, Two badges for puppets, but through the course of this uh, discussion, I'm bumping it up to three. Oh, badge for moments where everybody gets really awkward when somebody mentions a name that one character isn't supposed to know yet. Every time they'd go, Obi-Wan Kenobi. <laughs> Any time that Luke would say, have you heard of this Obi-Wan Kenobi? Everyone would go like, uh, 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 no, uh, no, <laughs> no, no. That is why this movie felt like a video game. Like, Darth Vader at one point is like, I sense something. A presence I've not felt since. And then he just leaves the scene. (laughs) It's me. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, you're not Luke. You're Darth in that you just don't give all the information needed. My Disney Plus photo is actually Darth Vader. Thank you. Mine is um, Sporky. Forky? Aw. Sporky. Spork? The spoon who wants to die in Toy Story 4. (laughs) Okay. Badge for holographic chess. I, okay, this holographic chess was crazy. I wrote about this because I was like, why are they playing chess with the monsters from Spy Kids 2? <laughs> yeah, they yeah. did look like them. Can we? I mean, that film should be on our list. Oh, Only baby. if if for nothing else for the Steve Buscemi line. Do you think God stays in heaven because he, too, lives in fear of what he's created? Wow. Ooh, Badge for good hallway shots. A lot of hallway shots in this movie. Kind of spin through a hallway. I liked it. I don't know how good it is with the bluer light. It was good with the warm light. Mm. I didn't realize how impactful this would be for you, but points for Mark Hamill's very smooth hair. Uh, Especially in that last scene, very smooth. Maybe because it had been washed in that trash. She is fanning herself. A lot is happening over there. Um, Okay. Badge for happy head shaking. Like... Aw, come on. R2. Yeah. This this film does not shy away from those moments. This one and- really has your energy in a lot of ways. Like three friends just putting their arms around each other being like, we're having fun. We had a good day. <laughs> You're very wholesome and this movie's quite wholesome in that same way. <gasps> That's really it is very wholesome. <laughs> The final badge is uh, a badge for just a really fun celebration at the end when he gets off the ship. And this was also hot because he was very energetic. But Luke gets off the ship and he's like, yes, I did it. I took them to the Death Star and they all come up and hug him. And that's when uh, I think that Luke and Han embrace. So you were probably, I mean, maybe you blacked out at that point. Actually, so you thought him getting off the ship, that energy that he had then was hot to you? Yeah. That's when he stopped being (laughs) hot to me. I don't like it when a man is too happy. For the listener, Vienna's <laughs> long, long arm just absolutely <laughs> elbowed my mirror that we've been quite worried about this whole recording. Hey, apologies. <laughs> I was trying to catch someone. I was trying to. But this is so great. This is like we don't even have the same type when it's the same guy. It's true. Um, yeah, you like his wet hair. <laughs> his wet hair when he like thinks he's gonna die and is very haunted about it, or when he's just staring at the horizon because he's like, I hate my life. <laughs> Early in the film, mm. that is perfect um all right those are mine what are your badges all right i got a badge for space is fun i got a badge for pew pew <laughs> pew pew true that's a good one i had a badge for did you see that wally is in this film no famed space robot wally <laughs> <laughs> makes an appearance in this film no way yeah i don't know when it is because i couldn't tell you what scene all right i is believe what you. but in one frame from the bottom of the frame up pops Wally's eyes. And I was like, hey, it's Wally. Cute. Uh, badge for being anti-imperialism. Oh. We love that. And um, that's it. <laughs> I mean, my segment was one long, long, hard badge for... Emphasis on hard. Yeah. The boys of the movie. Uh, okay, trages, trage for on-screen reading. I gotta <laughs> give it... It applies here heavily, unfortunately. Mm-hmm. A uh, trage for too much plot, but just ignore.
1: <laughs>
3: like, yeah. no way I'm going to take that in, but you don't need to. Just ignore it. This is honestly also how uh, I think I've operated in many relationships. Pay attention to the fun parts. Yeah. Look for the entertaining stuff. And there's a lot. If you just ignore, you can get through a lot. Girl. <laughs> but this one, much more to enjoy. Was that the end of your tragedies? Mm-hmm. Wow, okay, I got a trage for, I don't think this is the teddy bear planet, and it turned out it was not the teddy bear planet. Mm. I wanted to see some cuddling. A trage for it, they literally did not try at all with his aunt's costume. Do you remember this? She was literally wearing a denim jacket. (laughs) I was like, everyone else in this movie is in, like, cool space robes and no bra, and then you put a woman in a denim jacket and then burned her to a crisp and called it a day. (laughs) Um, for there have been two women in this film. One of them got fried and the other one asked for help from a man. Oh my God. Oh my. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Sausage fest. True. And that's the end of mine. I didn't have long complaints because most of this movie is like space garbage (laughs) floating around or a man floating around (laughs) in space garbage. Also, all the like rebels together were cute. It was just like kind of. I got really confused at that point because I was like, are we just doing like a Top Gun thing here, like with all the boys reuniting? Who was that guy in the mustache? It was like, Luke, my old friend. And Luke was like, oh my God, my mustache guy. And then he blew up later. Exactly. You don't know. No, I don't know. I don't know what happened. Because it didn't matter. No, for sure. This is a little segment we'd like to call How to Pretend You've Seen This Film. Mm -hmm. Um, I've actually had to use this a lot with this film in particular. So I think we can give you some actual. Uh, pointers for this one. But Great. this is when you're at... I've got a real life example for this. Oh, please take it. You away. are working at your internship and Drew is coming up to you and saying, you haven't seen Star Wars? Fan of the pod. Hello, Drew, man. I love you. Um, but you did say this. <laughs> okay, so this is how to get Drew off your damn back. Drew, your supervisor. Here are a few sentences you could say to pretend that you've seen Star Wars Episode Four: A New Hope. We tend to think of the protagonists of this film as Han, Leia, Luke Skywalker. But really, the mission at hand is the mission of humble R2-D2 and C-3PO. What does it say about our society that we don't even think of it that way? Overlooked. Overlooked. (laughs) Drew, I would say um, Leia having an idea and sending them all down the trash chute. Sort of an early demonstration of possibly fifth-wave feminism, which is to say, just put the men in the trash. You know, Drew, when Obi-Wan Kenobi dies by way of becoming wind in a robe, at first it can seem like a jarring transition, perhaps silly and hard to explain. But when you realize the true meaning behind it, it makes more sense. Drew, I'll just leave you with this quote. Negative. It didn't go in. And I would just say, yeah, absolutely very relatable. (laughs) Good joke. Very good joke. Thank you. Two women make a podcast about (laughs) Star Wars, A New Hope. Terrific. Okay. This next segment is a huge time saver for you, where we're going to let you know if we think you should watch this film or if you should do literally anything else with your time. This segment is called "Should You Watch This?" or Sienna, what's your recommendation? I recommend you watch this with your older brother. <laughs> um, if not, I recommend you watch it with my older brother. <laughs> Other than that, <laughs> if you're not in the mood for that, because I really—it's so funny to just volunteer, Matt. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll give you his number, Matt. Matt, he's here. Matt. Oh my god! <laughs> I love this movie like I love family. It's always there. <laughs> And I love it, but, uh, <laughs> well, that's about the end of that, the st- the family connection. But uh, I would just never watch it without my brother there. I couldn't. Mm. I wouldn't do it on my own. Um, also, if you're not in the mood to watch it, I think you should just play Lego Star Wars. Like Liana was saying about what confuses her about the, the whole deal, its whole franchise, its whole deal, uh, is the world building is the cool part. And there's so many other things that you can do that are really fun. Like going on the rides, um, I think are, is kind of good enough, actually. So... You do you. Yeah, I would say the same um, in terms of the rides specifically. So what I would say what you should do instead of watching Star Wars is you should go do the Star Wars ride wherever the one closest to you is. And then you could either watch literally any Marvel film because the entire cast of every single one of those films is unbelievably hot. Or you could watch Star Trek because everything is like way cleaner <laughs> in that universe. Like everything's super run down in Star Wars, but in Star Trek, it's like neat. And Chris Pine is there. I feel like you waited till the very end of this episode to unleash a debate. I mean, start a bit of a Star (laughs) (laughs) Wars? Sienna, what would you rate this film? My heart... Tells me how to rate this film. Okay. And I give it a precious, loving, four blue milks (laughs) out of five. (laughs) Because I really like it. I think it's really fun to have on. But I wouldn't watch it without my brother there. And I think George Lucas went and messed it up. (laughs) That's stupid. Dumb. And I think the 1977 version is better. Mm. I would give this movie three... Teddy Bear Planets out of five mm -hmm. because I wasn't violently upset while watching it. I wasn't like extremely angry on a spiritual level as I have been with other (laughs) movies on this list. Um, It gets all the way up to three solely for the hot, hot boys who make appearances. And of course, Carrie Fisher, who is legend, icon, queen, general in the later Mm -hmm. films. Um, And I just respect any franchise that is aware of its horny energy and gives that to the audience. And the films have continued to do that cuz I remember Anakin was fucking hot as hell in the prequels. And then they gave us shirtless Adam Driver an absolute tank in the reboots. So, very blessed. You're really right. We did give credit where credit is due. Thanks. Um Okay, well, that's been Star Wars. I don't think anyone could get too mad at us. <laughs> I feel like if anything, they'll be disturbed by uh, a disturbance in the fours. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Thanks so much for letting this podcast penetrate your ears. <laughs> We're so grateful. If you liked this episode, again, please rate it, review it five stars on Apple Podcasts. We are on TikTok, Twitter, Instagram, at Tossed Popcorn. Please do give us a follow. Engage with our content. Mm-hmm. And next week we will be watching Psycho. Is that part of it? I was wrong. That was also wrong. Thank you for listening. We love you. Bye. Bye. You can find us on Instagram as at Sienna Jaco and at Liana Holston. Please check the description for the spelling of our dumb names. We put out episodes every Tuesday, so make sure to subscribe so that you don't miss an episode. See you next week on Tossed Popcorn. For more podcasts from iHeartRadio, check the iHeartRadio app.
2: From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast
1: is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, We've summoned something from this board.
2: This is Uncanny USA.
1: He says somebody's in the house and I screamed. <laughs>
2: Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts.
1: If you dare. The Black Effect presents Family Therapy, and I'm your host, Elliot Connie.